time to talk farming. Deputy News Editor with the Farmers Journal, Katrina Morrissey, joins me. Good morning to you, Katrina. Good morning, friend. Good to talk to you today. What is that about the potential changes to the Suckler Carbon Efficiency Programme? Yeah, so this has been a story, I suppose, that's been rumbling on for a number of weeks. Um, There were changes made by the ICBF to their uh, beef breeding indexes. And they're used by farmers um, to choose what sires they use on their cows. And it's also used to kind of grade their cows. And you'll often hear farmers talking about the stars, whether their cow is a one or two or three or four star cow. And that is a grading that is based on the ICBF indexes. Now, the ICBF indexes were reviewed a number of weeks ago and changes were made to the kind of calculations that underlie the index. And it drastically changed some of the ranking of individual bulls and also the ranking of individual breeds in comparison to others. And suckler farmers who were, you know, some would be pedigree breeders and some would be commercial suckler breeders. They're fiercely loyal to certain breeds. They're fiercely loyal to certain sires. And what it did was um, those changes um, actually downgraded some breeds and some sires, and it had suckler farmers um, really up in arms in some parts of the country, particularly in the West, where they pride themselves on really producing these lovely, uh, well-fleshed weanlands that mm. then get sold into the Midlands and the East of the country. Anyway, what also changed was the star ratings. And within this the suckler carbon efficiency programme, there's a requirement to have a certain number of heifers and a certain number of cows reaching required star ratings. And the change in the index would potentially change the star rating, which could potentially put you out of the scheme, that you wouldn't actually be meeting the terms of the scheme. So uh, the change, and I suppose the news in the the Farmers' Journal front page today, is that the minister has indicated that he doesn't want anybody to lose out financially in the scheme Mm -hmm. as a result of the index's so that's all pointing to potentially that the, the for the duration of the SCEP scheme that the changes will not be applied to the star ratings and therefore if your animal or if your you know your herd is in it will stay in regardless of the changes. Um, so a, a lot in that Fran, but but it's basically some good news I suppose for farmers who felt that they had been hard done by by the index changes. Right, or that they might lose out. I suppose you and I spoke about the knackeries uh, recently and uh, some farmers possibly having to travel up north with their dead animals. But there's some um, there's some news on that as well, Katrina. Yeah, there was a breakthrough uh, late last week and the fallen animal collections now are, are back up and running again. The Department of Agriculture seems to have intervened between uh, mm. the NACRI operators, the animal collectors. No, they said they wouldn't, but anyway. It, yeah, yeah I, I think they might have revisited that decision at yeah. some point um, at the site of potentially um, dead animals piling up in yeah, yards yeah. with nowhere to go. Um, so they intervened, they had talks with both sides and as a result there is a, a truce, um, hopefully a long-lasting truce. It seems that um, the rates, that the, the subsidy rates from the Department of Agriculture for rendering of certain animals, um, which as we spoke about before is related to Ireland's BSE surveillance testing programme, um, that they were increased and that as a result the NACRI operators, the animal collectors, don't have to pay all of the hike in charges that they were facing. And it was considerable. They were facing in some mm. cases, you know, 50, 60% of a hike. Mm. Um, so that's good news, you know, because it's, 
it's an important system. It's an important, obviously, our BSE tracing is hugely mm. important. But as a, um, you know, where you have livestock, you have dead stock, and farmers have to be able to dispose of them correctly. And that is through the animal collection system and subsequent rendering. Mm. It does point out, though, the, the importance of the knackeries, uh, doesn't it? You know? Oh, hugely important. Yeah. yeah, hugely important. Because, you know, we, we just don't have the option to bury animals. Yeah. And, you know, the volume, you know, there, there are some. Look, at springtime is where, you know, calving, lambing, um, it's it's the peak time of yeah. year. So this row really did have to be resolved before the spring. So some good news on that front. Yeah, but bad news that uh, TB resurgence over the past decade, uh, decade has been considerable, Katrina. Yeah, that's right. So uh, Noel Barden has looked into the figures and the number of reactors identified in the 11 months up to the start of December was 26,600 head. And that's the highest they've been in 15 years. Um, some of that will be related, obviously, to a, an increase to herd, but also the, the reactor rate is higher as well. So about 61% of the reactor cows this year have been dairy cows, and that would be indicative, I suppose, of the high proportion of dairy in the country as well. Mm. Um, but it's it's gone up every year uh, since 2013. And then on the suckler side, you have over 6,600 uh, suckler reactors for the 11 months of the year so far. Um, nobody wants TB. Uh, nobody wants TB. Nobody wants TB in, you know, near them um, because obviously you're facing sure. the loss of some animals or maybe your entire mm. herd. And it's, it's devastating both financially and mentally for farmers who lose their entire herds. Uh, I was very interested in that story about the non-native uh, beetle found in, in County Clare. Well, what is that about? So this is, um, I suppose, it's the latest in a series of, of what we'll call um, there's a alien species, mm. uh, non-native species. We're, we're very familiar with some of them. Um, you know, the rhododendron on the, on the Knockmill Downs is, a, is an alien species. The um, non-European bark beetle has been found in uh, six traps in County Clare. Why is that a problem? It's a problem because non-native species can bring diseases. They can cause damage in their own right. We've already seen the impact of Dutch elm disease. Um, Mm. We are seeing currently, and we'll continue to see for the next number of years, the devastating impact of ash dieback and calarifraxia. And and the, the danger is that these Beetles is another, I suppose, indication of potential damage to trees um, and obviously loss then to both biodiversity, loss to, um, you know, the landscape, loss to farmers where it is a a commercial forestry enterprise. It's a very interesting story, though. The National Biomethane uh, Strategy, there's a delay there. What, What does that mean, that delay? Well, it means another frustrating number of months for anybody who's interested in developing either an anaerobic digestion plant or seeing the country meet our climate targets. Mm. Um, because the anaerobic digesters, you know, the plan is that we rapidly increase the number of, of digesters in the country, that that helps to mitigate our greenhouse and our, you know, our carbon footprint in the country. It's a key part of the government's plan and therefore our plan to reach our climate climate targets and now it's been delayed until at least the new year. Um, To put some numbers on it, I suppose the government has said that they want to have 200 AD plants in the next six years. Mm. Until this strategy is rolled out and, you know, within that there will be planning, I suppose, and 
the planning system in this country is already very, very slow. Mm. And there will be hopes that the strategy would, you know, maybe be able to fast track in some way developments like this. Um, so very frustrating, I think, for anybody who's involved in that industry and wants to see agriculture involved in that as well. So uh, they'll be really putting the pressure on, I think, in the new year. Yeah, I would imagine that they will indeed. On, on a light note uh, to finish, um, we now know what uh, the farmer's favourite Christmas song is. That's right, yeah. And uh, drum roll, please. Um, no surprise that it was uh, Tipperary native Shane McGowan's fairy tale of New York. Um, we asked our readers, um, we gave them a couple of options, 1,400 Farmers Journal readers, and Shane McGowan brought it all home with 60% of the votes for that famous song with, with um, Kirsty McCall. And no surprise, I suppose, it was, you know, the, the timing actually of the yes, survey coincided, well, yeah. I think, with Shane's funeral. Um, and it's, it's a fantastic song. It, it's up on the charts every year anyway. Yes, for, for, for sure. So we'll be hearing that from every outhouse and uh, uh, milking parlour, that, that being sung by farmers, I would imagine. Um, Katrina, thanks for all the wonderful contributions during the year. And we wish you and the family the best for Christmas, Katrina. Thank you. Many happy returns you. to you and all the listeners. Thank, Thank you, you. Bye-bye, Jeanette. Katrina Morrissey there, Deputy News Editor with the Irish Farmers Journal. And of course, it's on your shelves uh, right now, the Christmas uh, edition.